Greetings. One must not get one's knickers in a twist. members of a so-called religious cult with a leader they call Jesus has had three of its followers arrested in the investigation of the murder of Sharon Tate and six others. Those arrested are two women and one man and the Los Angeles police said they would ask murder indictments against several others. Five women are being held as material witnesses. This is where they lived, among the stables, barns, and phony buildings of an old rundown movie location 20 miles from Los Angeles. They called themselves The Family. They came and went, and the number varied from 20 to 30. Police said they were a pseudo-religious cult. People who worked on the ranch said they were heavy users of drugs. Charles Manson was an American criminal who spearheaded a murderous campaign with his followers, the Manson family cult, that would make him one of the most infamous figures in criminal history. Notorious for his connection to the brutal slayings of pregnant actress Sharon Tate and other Hollywood residents, Manson received the death penalty in 1971, a sentence that was commuted to life in prison the following year. Manson was born Charles Mills Maddox on November the 12th, 1934, in Ohio, to Kathleen Maddox, a 16-year-old girl who was both an alcoholic and a prostitute. Kathleen later married William Manson, but the marriage ended quickly, and Charles was placed in a boys' school at the age of 12. Rejected in his attempts to return to his mother, Charles was soon living on the streets and getting by through petty crime. Over the next 20 years, Manson spent time in and out of reform schools and prisons for various crimes. He was released from prison on March 21, 1967 and moved to San Francisco. The family was a group of around 100 followers of Manson who shared his passion for an unconventional lifestyle and habitual use of hallucinogenic drugs such as LSD and magic mushrooms. The Manson family eventually moved from San Francisco to a deserted ranch in the San Fernando Valley. Manson's followers also included a small hardcore unit of impressionable young girls. They began to believe, without question, Manson's claims that he was Jesus and his prophecies of a race war. Manson was influenced not only by drugs such as LSD, but by artworks and music of the time. Most notably, the Beatles song Helter Skelter from their 1968 White Album. Helter Skelter, 
The True Story of the Manson Murders was later the title of a best-selling book about Manson and his crimes. Paul McCartney has said that the playground side in Helter Skelter was a metaphor for the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. Manson, however, interpreted the lyrics of Helter Skelter and incarceration to begin a race war. He turned to the album and lyrics to justify his scheme and guide his followers to murder. Manson had a strong belief and interest in the notion of Armageddon for the Book of Revelations and also explored the teachings of Scientology and more obscure cult churches such as the Church of the Final Judgment. Manson reflected personal traits and obsessions that were associated with gurus and cult religious groups that began to emerge in the 1960s. Before Manson's famous murderous spree, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys had allowed Manson and several members of his family to stay at his home after picking up two female members of the family who had been hitchhiking. It was through his association that Manson got the opportunity to audition for Terry Melker, son of Doris Day, and friend slash producer of the popular 1960s band The Beach Boys. Melcher wasn't interested in a singing contract with Manson, Manson allegedly did record some music at Dennis's brother Brian Wilson's home studio. The Beach Boys released a song written by Manson entitled Cease to Exist, renamed Never Learn Not to Love, on their 1969 album 2020 as a single B-side. The Manson family, including Manson and his young loyal disciples, is thought to have carried out some 35 killings, Most of their cases were never tried, in part for a lack of evidence. The perpetrators had also already been sentenced to life for killings on August 9th, 1969. Tate, a writer, his partner, coffee bean heiress Abigail Folger and celebrity hairstylist Jay Serbring and two more victims on August 10th, 1969. In August 1969, Manson gathered a group of his most loyal followers to carry out his massacre among Hollywood's elite and beautiful people. The first of Manson's victims was murdered at the home Polinsky had rented, located at 10050 Celio Drive, an area just north of Beverly Hills. Polanski was away in London shooting a film and the four victims had just returned home from dinner at the time of the murder. While Manson himself took no part in the actual killings, he directed four of his most obedient followers, Charles Tex Watson, Susan Atkins, Patricia Krenwinkel and Linda Kasabian, to address and direct them to kill everyone. According to one of the family members' statements, The Polinsky household had been targeted because it represented the showbiz world that had rejected Manson. Stephen Parent had been visiting his friend Gerretson when he had become Manson's family's first victim. As he drove away from the house in the dark early morning hours, he was spotted by intruders and shot dead. Kasabian was horrified by the shooting of the boy and she remained outside to keep watch. Kasabian acted as the getaway driver and was to become the star witness during the trial. 
When the other three broke into the house, they herded Tate, Volinsky, Folgers and Serbing into the living room and tied them up. Zebring was shot and brutally kicked as he tried to defend Tate. During the terrifying murder spree, both Folinsky and Folger managed to escape from the house but were chased and stabbed to death. At the trial, Kasabian described how she saw Folinsky struggling outside of the house covered in blood and was horrified at the sight. She told him she was sorry, but despite her pleas to his attacker to stop, the victim was bludgeoned repeatedly. Folger escaped from the house with terrible injuries, but was caught on the front lawn and stabbed 28 times. Eight months pregnant, Tate pleaded for the life of her unborn child. She was mercilessly stabbed in the stomach by Atkins. Kasabian told of Atkins' chilling words to Tate before she stabbed her. Look, bitch, I have no mercy for you. You're going to die, and you better get used to it. Atkins then used Tate's blood to write the word pig on the front door. However, instead, this brutal massacre salting the pathological Manson, he criticised the murders for being sloppy. The following night, Manson took family members Watson, Krenwinkle, and Leslie Van Houten to the Los Veles address of the Lebiancas, and the couple were murdered in a similar horrifying fashion. Ironically, Manson and his family were arrested not on suspicion of the Tate Lebianca murders, but simply on the belief that they had vandalised a portion of the Death Valley National Park while they were hiding out. In 1969, the county sheriff had taken them into custody not realising that they were involved in the hideous murders. But it was through the confession of Susan Atkins whilst held in detention on suspicion of murdering Gary Hinman during an unrelated incident that led detectives to realise that Manson and his followers were involved in the killing. Various motivations were examined during the course of the trial. The most feasible was that Manson's pathological ego, insanity and belief in Armageddon were all influences that led him to leave behind a trail of destruction. Manson believed that he was the new messiah and that after a nuclear attack, he and his followers would be saved by hiding in the secret underworld of the desert. His visions included a belief that race war would be a result in a black victory and Manson, along with his family members, would have to mentor the black community as they would lack experience to run the planet. As Manson and the family were to be beneficiaries of the race war, he told his followers that they had to help initiate it. According to defence witness and killer Van Houten, this was the primary reason for the murder of the Lebiancas. Manson had taken the wallet of murdered Rosemary Lebianca with the intention that he would deposit it in the section of LA where an African American might find it, use it and then possibly have the murders pinned on them. Later in court, Van Houten, who was just 19 when she took part in the Lebiancas killings, alleged that Manson had taken advantage of her vulnerability and dislike for her mother. Although she believed, like the other members, that he was a man of vision, 30 years later, during a parole board hearing, Van Houten said she was horrified by what she had done that night and desperately wanted to redeem herself. She was denied parole in 2006 
and again in 2010. Susan Atkins admitted in initial confessions to fellow prisoners that she had wanted to cut out Tate's unborn baby but did not have time. She also revealed that other grisly and macabre acts were to be perpetrated against the victims and the list of other high-profile Hollywood stars were on their list to be killed and mutilated. These included Elizabeth Taylor's husband, Richard Burton, Frank Sinatra, Steve McQueen and Tom Jones. When asked why they wanted to kill celebrities, Atkins replied that the Manson family wanted to commit murders that would shock the world and make people take notice. The trial began in June 1970, with lawyer Ronald Hughes named the attorney for Manson and Van Houten. Hughes soon dropped Manson as a client, reportedly because he felt like he could not convince the jury that Van Houten had been unduly influenced by the family leader. The move may have cost him his life. Late in that year, Hughes went camping and disappeared, and his decomposed body turned up several months later. It is thought that he was the victim of the retaliation killing by members of the Manson family. During the trial, Manson released an album titled Lie in an effort to raise money for his defence. He revelled in the media attention and during court proceedings he turned up with an X carved onto his forehead. Some of his female followers copied the act and shaved their heads, sometimes sitting outside the courthouse. The X was gradually modified until it became a swastika. Throughout the trial, the killers often giggled and exchanged grimaces with Manson, showing no remorse for their crimes. On January 25, 1971, Manson was convicted of first-degree murder for directing the deaths of Tate LaBianca victims. He was sentenced to death, but this was automatically commuted to life in prison after California's Supreme Court invalidated all death sentences prior to 1972. He was sentenced to life in prison and spent the next four decades behind bars. Kasabian was granted immunity for her part as a star witness. Susan Atkins was sentenced to death, but her sentence was later commuted to life in prison. She was incarcerated from 1969 until her death in 2009. Manson died on November the 19th, 2017, of natural causes. He had been in prison for more than 40 years for his crimes. Days earlier, Manson had been admitted to a hospital in California. However, no details about his medical condition or his location were disclosed, due to privacy and security reasons. The longtime prisoner had also been hospitalised earlier that year, Manson had been serving time in Corcoran State Prison in California since 1971. In 2012, he was denied parole for the 12th time. (laughs) 